You're listening to Hot Mess to Success Podcast, Episode 28. It seems that many of the hot mess situations that people go through in life end up encouraging a deep spiritual journey in order to get through the valleys and emerge into the light. Our guest today, Heidi Struder, experienced exactly that. So much so that after a devastating divorce, she realized her true calling of being an inspirational speaker and spreading the word of God. From a small town in Minnesota, famous for its weekly summer turtle races, Heidi is also an author of multiple books highlighting this unique and family-oriented event. This is the same area that Laura is from. I cannot believe she didn't tell me about the turtles before this. I really need to check out some videos on this craziness, and you should too. So turn up the volume, pour a cup of happy coffee, and get ready to listen in as you hear how Heidi transformed her life-changing devastation into ultimate devotion. You're listening to the Hot Mess to Success podcast, where we firmly believe that you can make your dreams a reality no matter what life throws at you. Besties in biz, Amanda and Laura will encourage you to embrace your hot messes, own your message, and empower you to kick ass in life and business. It's time to learn from the experts. Listen in on raw and real conversations. Hear hot tips and tricks that helped others overcome the challenges and struggles of being an entrepreneur. Are you ready to dig in, get a little dirty, do the work, and tackle your biggest hot messes so you can enjoy ultimate success? If so, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, mentors, coffee mug collectors, mother hustlers, and taco lovers, Amanda Belkazar and Laura Host. Do you want to make money online, but you don't know where to start? Do you feel overwhelmed with all the things? All the shiny objects, everything that's out there, everything that people are telling you to do. Listen, girl, same. I hear you. I was right there with you. But thankfully, I was introduced to some of the best marketing secrets on how to grow your business online. And that was a huge turning point for me. So because of that, I feel compelled to shout it from the rooftops. Okay, I won't really shout it, but it might sound like a broken record for a while. The good news is that you can get your hands on these secrets for free. Just pay shipping and handling. I mean it, literally. Get the underground playbook that will totally reframe how you look at doing business online. It was a turning point for me, and I know it will be for you too. Go to hotmastersuccess.com slash book to claim your copy today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. We are super excited. Amanda and I have a super special guest today. We want to introduce you to our friend, Heidi Studer. And she is actually from where I'm from here in Minnesota. We are in small town USA, which is really yes, exciting. And so we're excited to have you on the show today, Heidi. Yes, welcome. So nice to be with you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, absolutely. Well, you guys, Heidi is an author. She's a writer. She loves to write. And she is also a speaker because she has been inspired after maybe going through several hot messes of life to be able to get her story out there, inspire other women and men and just Christians around the world Mm -hmm. to just be their best selves. So we're excited to have Heidi share her journey through all of her crazy hot messes of 
of life and to where she's at today to really be a true inspiration. So Heidi, can you start with just telling us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing right now? Sure. I'd be just delighted to do that. But um, yeah, first of all, I mean, I am a mom to three grown children who are all married and a grandma. So that's really my, my pride and joy. And I am an inspirational, motivational speaker, love to travel and speak and tell my stories. And really, it is my testimony, and it is sharing about Jesus, what he's done for me, and then bringing others to Jesus and what he's done for all of us. And um, so I share my story that way. I travel the five-state region. I've just been speaking in Wisconsin. I go to Iowa next week. I've been in North Dakota, South Dakota, and of course, the great land of Minnesota, where I'm from, <laughs> born and raised. So it's always fun to get back and into Minnesota and across the border last night. I'm like, here's the Minnesota girl back. <laughs> so it's always a delight, but just yeah, sharing my story and I do a lot of mentoring and my life coaching really just comes through, you know, being my person in everyday life, whoever I meet, everybody needs, you know, a smile, a hug, a listening ear. That's really what it's all about and helping awesome. one another and being there for each other and, and being a delight and um, helping as we go about our, our busy lives. Yes, that's awesome. Well, Heidi, I know that you have, we all dream when we're little girls, right? That we're going to have these fairy tale lives, right? Yeah, I yeah, know I did. I'm going to grow up. I'm going to have this amazing husband, you know, three yeah. kids. I think I had yeah. them all named after my sisters and stuff. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> and yes. then life throws you some curveballs, or like we like to call them hot messes. And it's the reality of what we're always doing. I always say you're either in a hot mess right now. You just went through a hot mess or mm -hmm. I'm sorry to say it, but there's going to be one coming up, yep. right? Like yep. it's just exactly. the reality. <laughs> yes. And so Heidi, I know that it, it's just your, your story is an inspiration. And I'm excited for our listeners to hear this because you, you've had several hot messes throughout your life. So mm -hmm. if you want to share your stories and some of the, the crazy hot messes you've been through, I know it's going to be an inspiration to our listeners today. Mm -hmm. Well, and I was kind of living that fairy tale dream because as a girl, I just always wanted to get married and have children, just be that wife and that mom and live happily ever after. And, but yet I went to school to be a teacher and yet knew that I, I wanted to travel and eventually speak. So I knew I wouldn't be teaching per se in the classroom, but knew, you know, that, that I love teaching and um, just telling my story and that sort of thing. But I did get married at a young age while I was attending college. We were married. I married my high school sweetheart. And seriously, the day after I graduated, I found out I was pregnant. And, um, we were on this journey together and, and I did get my first teaching position. And because he was training to be a physician, we were, you know, moving and he was doing his undergrad and, and then medical school. And we actually had two children in medical school. We had our first one out. He was in still pre-med <laughs> and I was teaching at the time. And then, you know, we moved and then for medical school and having two children was quite a challenge and, you know, a lot of obstacles in the way, but yet it was through our faith that we were progressing and making great decisions and just, you know, knew that, you know, our future, there was a lot of hope and, you know, but you just trudge through it together. You get through it together. And like I said, our, our faith was strong and moving forward. And then he got into residency and of course we had to move again and I found out I was pregnant again. So we mm -hmm. had our, you know, that's when in, 
it was right before residency. Then we had had that, those two in medical school, but of course moved with a newborn to residency and went through that. And I was um, giving piano lessons at the time. And even while he was in medical school, I was doing daycare and doing some subbing. So, you know, working hard, you know, and burning those candles both, you know, in the morning, I was selling Tupperware at night. So, you know, whatever <laughs> I could do to make some money, make some income and putting him through school. And then we get out and we move to Purim then. And um, I'm doing a lot of subbing, but I'm also getting into children's ministry and really enjoying that, using my gifts, my talents. And then I'm facilitating, you know, women's ministry for 10 years and just really getting into God's word and hiding that in my heart and just enjoying Purim. I mean, that's where we were perm and just really delighting in it and getting to know so many people, you know, through ministry opportunities and just through friendships and, you know, and getting involved in the community. And, but it was only about, it was eight years ago, really in November that my marriage fell apart and I had just gotten through the speaking door because I speak through and under the umbrella of Stonecroft Ministries. And I am third generation Stonecraft, and I'm kind of taking rabbit trails here. But when I say third generation Stonecraft, it's a ministry that's been going on for 80 years. And as a girl, my mom helped to start that ministry in Wadena, Minnesota. There's still a group there of Christian women's clubs is what it is, of gatherings. And my grandma was part of that. My aunt was part of that. And I was able to attend as a girl with my mom because when she provided the special music, I went along and I was her accompanist. So I played the piano. And so I got involved with that group, knew a little bit about it. They hold Bible studies in their homes. And my mom did hold a Bible study in her home and would have these coffees along with the Bible study. So I saw that as a little girl and was really inspired by, by that, not knowing that years later, they would ask me then to come and be their, their chairperson. So I chaired that group in Wadena for two years. Wow. And while doing that, you know, they, I was finding out, you know, there's speakers that come in that are trained during that meeting and they speak and they give their testimony and their, their story along with the story of salvation of Jesus giving his life for us and us then choosing to have a personal relationship with him. And I knew that God was instilling that within me and wanting me to speak under that umbrella. And so you can see it's just stepping stones. And that's what all of our lives, we can look back and we can see how we are moved in ways that lead us to where our destinations are going and should be. And I just love those stepping stones because when I decided to become a teacher at 18 years, I didn't know I would be a speaker or an author or anything like that now, you know, in right. my 50s. So it's That's, just, it's incredible when you see the journey, but it's also, it's me, you know, trusting that journey. And I did trust it to the author of my faith. He is the perfecter of my faith. And my faith is firmly built on Jesus Christ when I came to know him at eight years old. So in saying all of that, that getting to eight years ago and stepping through that door of becoming a speaker my marriage started falling apart. And I said, the lights went out in the Studer household and it was very scary. And I had just started speaking about my adoption at the time. So I was adopted as an infant. <laughs> so that's a whole other story. 
<laughs> it really is. And so I was speaking about that and then come to find out that my husband has, was having an affair and that sort of thing. And, and through my faith, you know, I, I had to let him go. I had to release him. And it was the most traumatic time of my life. It really did come as a surprise to me. And yet I knew, and I go out and teach and said that nothing comes as a surprise to God though. And he knew what I would be going through. And he knew that I would have the strength to get through it because he knew I would trust him and rely on him as my good shepherd. And that's how, what I speak about. He is our good and great shepherd as depicted in Psalm 23, that when we go through the valley of the shadow of, and you fill in the blank, mine was divorce. Yours could be a death. It could be a financial struggle. It could be a prodigal son, daughter, granddaughter, grandson, you know, someone in your family, whatever you face, depression, anxiety, fear, it's knowing that God is with you. It's your, it is your choice to trust him to get through that valley. It's to hold on. And it says he will even carry you because there's days that you don't feel like getting out of bed. There's days you don't feel like doing anything. You are diminished. You're depleted. You're exhausted. And you know, you're grieving. So anyone that's gone through the grieving process will understand that. And right. I think we all go through a grieving process at one time or another, but it's knowing how to get through that. And for me, my strength came from God alone. And he also, he sent me other resources. He sent me friends. He sent me family, you know, to help me get through it. But one thing I will say is you need to mourn. You need to cry because it is cleansing. And you also need to talk your feelings out. And I had two amazing, wonderful friends who let me cry, who let me talk and talk and talk because I so, thought I was going crazy, Laura. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's exactly how I felt. That's so it's so crazy. And I, I have so much, you know, I'm so empathetic to you because, you know, having been going through this the last six months of my own life, it's it's just kind of a whirlwind. And I think I was told um, by somebody, you claim to be such a good Christian, maybe you should act like it. And it was because I was angry, right? Like I was, mm -hmm. I was angry. Like I was like, well, just because I'm a good Christian does not mean that I'm going to, um, let you walk all over me or not be upset or angry about what's going on in my life. Right. Yes. And I think sometimes it's just so confusing, right? I mean, you're going, you're like the roller coaster of emotions is yes. like, I, I'm going to feel good. I'm going to feel good. I've got by my side. And then you're like, but, but, but you did this to me. Like, yeah. why? Like, yes. like, like, how do you work through, you know, it's like working through all of these emotions. And then it really is that inner peace of finding your true inner happiness, I felt yeah. like. And yeah you know, one of the things that I'm still working on to be completely, you know, transparent and to be completely free myself is forgiveness yep. because that yep. is probably, I mean, everyone says it, you know, when, when you hold grudges, you, you know, you are your own poison, all that stuff, you know, yes. but forgiveness is not easy. It's, it's not easy. It's so easy to say, just forgive them and your life will be so much better. Right. And you're like, but <laughs> I think there's so much to learn from that. And so much, so much growth that can happen when we, when yes. we go through these hot messes of life and we don't have to be stuck in these hot messes because I know even as I was going through these, I didn't have a choice but to keep growing, right? Yes. And to keep yes. going because my kids needed food on the table, you know, yeah. they needed a roof over their head. And so I, and there's so many women going through 
these heartaches. And I think, and I don't know if you felt this, but when I went through this, I felt so alone. And so one of our, you know, taglines for this podcast is you are not alone because I feel like when I was going through this, I was like, God, am I the only person going through this? You know, am I the only person who's experienced this or like, (laughs) who can I really talk to and trust? And so I know that was a huge stepping stone for me too, is like my pastor told me, she's like, Laura, no one can help you if you don't tell anyone. Right. And so that's when I started to really open my heart and my mind. And so I encourage any women listeners who are, you know, anyone who's listening, I guess, that is going through heartache, pain or whatever it is, you know, find somebody you can confide in, find somebody that will listen because no one can help you if they don't know, right? They, right. they can't pray for and find somebody safe, find a pastor, yeah. somebody safe that yes. you know you can trust. Yes. So Yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's so hard, but I know after going through this, Heidi, you literally have taken the reins now and they're doing some amazing things in your life. So what is the eight, the last eight years look like from kind of your transformation per se? (laughs) Well, my motto is like you said, you have to learn to grow, to change. And it was just, it was learning it really was. And it was depending on God. And, you know, I always go to the scripture first and it was really where I learned how, you know, to depend on Jesus all the more. I said, I got to know him so well and be so dependent on him. And maybe I was codependent on my, on my husband, but it's really learning to be dependent on Jesus for everything. And I, I've told women, I said, he's become the best husband ever. And the <laughs> scriptures even point to that. And how you do depend on him for strength and courage and boldness and confidence in every area of your life. Because when you put him at the center, it says everything will come together. But that is also a process. Our journey is a process. It doesn't happen overnight. I mean, this has been a journey the last eight years. And I get up and I'm very you know, open and honest with women and saying, this has not been easy. And when we're, our journeys, none of us are easy. It's easy. We're not exempt for anything. And going back on forgiveness, I could forgive him because I thought, you know what? The Lord showed me my heart and he said, but are you exempt from doing anything like that? You know, who of you is to throw the first stone? Because you could have done that too, Heidi. You could have committed adultery. Who, who do you think who you are? You are human. You make mistakes. And that's where we have to take that and reflect upon ourselves and not point the finger at others. We are not to judge others. It is about ourselves, our relationship, and how we are learning and growing, changing, how we're processing these things for ourselves. You know, I think it's putting yourself in other people's shoes, right? Like, like you said, like putting yourself in somebody else's shoes, like with any situation, whether it's divorce, hurt, pain. I mean, even, even when, like, I always say that when, you know, like I see a homeless person, it's like, I'm going to give them money. I don't care what they do with the money. Like, what if I was there? What if that was me? You know, like putting yourself in other people's shoes is so powerful. So powerful. Yes. Yes. Because we don't know. No one's walked a day in my shoes and I haven't walked a day in anyone else's shoes. And we have to remember that when we meet other people. And I, it really causes me to look into people's eyes, to try to see into their hearts and, and see if they really are, you know, kind of where they're at emotionally. And if I could be there for them, you know, is it just a smile? Is it just a hug? Or is it saying, you know, do you need a, a listener today? 
I think it's being really aware of people and their feelings. And we need that. I mean, with a lot of social media, you know, we're on and we're typing, we're texting, but I am still the old fashioned, let's get on the phone and talk or let's meet face to face because I want to hear you and your heart. I want to hear your emotions come through because right. we can text all that we want, but we don't hear the emotions. And I feel like emotions and feelings are critical and crucial to knowing that person and knowing where they are. So we know how to help them, encourage them and walk alongside them on their path journey. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Do you need a step-by-step -step guide and how to dominate the online marketing game? Do you think you have what it takes to rise up to the challenge? Of course you do, or else you wouldn't be listening to this kick-ass podcast. Laura and I mention the One Funnel Away Challenge on our podcast pretty regularly. That's because you got to give credit where credit is due. The idea for this project was created through that amazing 30-day crash course into high-level marketing foundations and strategies. Oh, and it's only $100. It's pure insanity. I'm not kidding. This challenge was better than the marketing classes that I took in college. A new challenge is going to start very soon, so don't be left in the dust. Go to hotmesstosuccess.com OFA to see all that is included. It's going to blow your mind. How lucky your kids are, Heidi. You know, <laughs> what an inspirational mother you must be to them. You know, really, like... You know, you think about that, and I, I know as a mom myself going through this, I know my kids are watching, right? You know, so I want they to are. be, you know, they the are. best version that I can be and the, the kindest that I can be because they're watching what I do. And I was, I had a friend send me a TV show or some recording of something that was about somebody going through a divorce and, you know, her kids were watching and, and her kids like thanked her later when they found out like 15 years later, oh, the reason you're divorced is because dad had an affair, but why are you not angry at him? And, and it, they saw forgiveness that the mother had forgiven and it just made it so much easier for the children to forgive yes. Yes. and to keep that relationship healthy, yeah. which is so important. And so it was just like, ah, that kind of like hit home and it was like kind of a gut punch. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to be the best version of myself and the best mom yes. I can be, you know? And so I, I love your story, Heidi. It's such an inspiration to so many. So when you go out and speak now, what are kind of the topics of, that you're speaking on when you're out speaking? Well, I do speak about my adoption because I was okay. adopted as a two-month-old. Oh, awesome. And that is an inspiring story. And, it, you know, and I can let on, but, I, you know, everybody says, did you meet your birth mom? Did you mm -hmm. meet your birth family? And I did through that process. I have. And so that is, it's a wonderful, inspiring, again, motivational story and how it was God's timing because I never was going to meet my birth uh, family or mother per se. But again, coming from a medical background and having three children, it was good to get the medical history update. And that's why we were doing But one thing led to another. And, and I was able to meet her face to face and find out she was a wonderful believer. And I have so many of her characteristics. Aww. And it's so amazing that it was meant to be. It was in God's timing. And, 
And I had a relationship with her, but she ended up dying of breast cancer about three years after oh. I met her. So it was in the nick of time. It was God's timing that I met my birth mother and she was so excited. She had always wanted to meet me again, but of course it was a closed adoption at the time. And, you know, I needed to seek after her, but she said my prayer was answered before then she passed on, but it was good for me too. And now my daughters and my heritage to know, you know, about that, the breast cancer, it does not worry about me. We, you know, worry me at all because we are not to fear, but it is always good to know and be educated, but I don't fear it. So because I see the blessing in it that I was able to meet her before she did pass on. Yeah. So we always have to see the good in things. That is one lesson I try to teach. See the good. See things from a different perspective. We see things as bad, but you know what? God says that all things work together for good to them that love God and really to them that trust him and put their trust in him and depend on him that, you know, we think it's bad, but he puts a twist on it and says, but see the good in it. I'm going to bring so much good. And through all of this, you know what? God has made me so strong. I said, I went in to divorce on fire for God, but I came out as a wildfire because nothing's (laughs) going to stop me. I'm spreading the strength I'm spreading what he has done for me. I'm spreading courage. I'm spreading joy and peace and what you can do to get through something that comes at you because you can do it. It says God will give you strength for all things and everything is possible with God. And that's really what I teach and preach. It's what I try to live because you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And he has taught me that because I thought I could never get through divorce. And I will be honest with you. And I tell women, you know what, if without God, I would have committed suicide. And we know, Laura and Amanda, that that is rampant right now. And I know God put me in that place. See, there's always purpose. And when I was going through divorce, I knew there was purpose and God would send me out with that purpose. But I had to go through it first. We have to go through the experiences to be able to come and relate to people, even like you, to relate to my audience and say, you know what, but I've been here. I have been broken. I have grieved. I have felt like I was dying and even wanted to die right? because my life fell apart and it's not what I planned. But then... I have to go to the verse, which is one of my favorite life verses. It says, God says, but I know the plans for you. I have plans for a hope and a future for you. And plans not to destroy it, but to give you hope, Heidi, and the rest of the world. So we have to put ourselves in his hands and say, but God, you have plans for me. And they're not to destroy me. They're for hope and a future. And for me to go out and give others that same hope and say, there is still a future. So continue on. Don't give up. Don't give up. You will make it. Because even those words, don't give up. And somebody one day just texted me out of the blue and said, hang on. Do you know how much hope that gave me? Just two little words. Hang on when I was full of despair and grieving. And that I don't know if I can do this. Right. And there's so many women out there with just, we just don't know everyone's stories. And so it's so, I know I felt like when I was going through it and and still going through it, like I was like, my white picket fence is burning down. Everything's up in smoke. And what I realized was that it it was so, so, so humbling. It was so humbling to get knocked kind of down on my, down to my knees, like where I needed to be. 
And yeah. I would get up at like five in the morning and literally be praying and be like, what now? What am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to get through this? And so yes. same thing, it sometimes takes the despair in life to really knock us to our knees and to really to turn to God when we need him the most, right? And yes. so I, I just think it's so inspirational what you're doing. And I also love that through your struggles and all of that. You've also, you're a writer, which is so cool. And I love your books. I know we have them at our boutique as well. And Turtle Tales, which is really, they're two kids books. They're just so inspirational and so adorable. So how did you, were you passionate about turtles or did, what's your story behind Turtle Tales, Heidi? <laughs> oh, well, being a teacher, I, I guess I just, oh, again, yes. as a, you know, you're thinking it would be fun to write, you know, a children's book. And actually it's a family friendly book because it really is for all ages. And um, no, it was during my quiet time. And I just really felt like I was inspired, you know, I was just kind of praying and just saying, God, it would be fun to write, you know, a family friendly book or a children's book, you know, something like that. All of a sudden it just popped into my mind, you know, why don't you write about turtle races? You have 20 years of experience <laughs> racing turtles in Purim. <laughs> and I thought that is a really good idea. Like, Amanda, well, you God, need to come. Really Amanda, I'm not, yeah, so like, not only do we have the same weather, pretty much. We we've recently learned that our states are one and two. You guys actually take the spot for this for like the worst winter <laughs> weather on this poll. But we're number two, a close second. Uh, we're also from. I'm from a really small town as well. And so we don't have like year after year turtle races or anything, but we do have like, there's these, it's this dumb little like um, rubber ducky races that they do like down our, um, they, they get the fire department and they spray them down like the little river to see who wins. It's just so funny to like, think about like the, cool little small town things that you look back on and you're like, wow, these, this is just not stuff that is all over the place, but it's something that's near and dear to my heart to the point to where you've written an awesome book about it. And it's obviously, it's much bigger than our rubber ducky races. I, I have <laughs> that. It's much bigger, but it's just awesome that you wrote a book about that. And like you said, having people come to experience those things and then be able to utilize the book to capture those memories as well. So I thought the, the way, we talked a little bit before the way that you formulated your book and what you actually the purpose of it is really unique so if you could share a little bit about that because it's just not just a story right you can go right, in a little bit right. about, about you know what yep. it's for and everything well and it was you know I, I went in then to talk to the chamber about writing a book and they they asked me the question they said did you know it's our 40th anniversary and I said I had no idea so they said please write the book and um, so I did. It is in rhyme and rhythm, but I went into the archives, got historical facts, and I got photos from newspapers and had those printed up. I also went in and um, went to my youth group and asked them if they would come up with some characters for my books. I had some names and I had the characters in mind, but I wanted them to draw them. And because we have the mascot, Squirtle the Turtle, he was named in 2010 by a boy in our town. I did not name him. 
he was the mascot. And I thought, you know, in order to write this family-friendly book, it would be fun if he had some friends join him along the way on this adventure of turtle racing. So they designed those characters, and three of them are named after my grandsons, which are a grandma's prerogative, yeah. and, <laughs> and my oldest niece's name. So that was really fun. So, you know, this is really, uh, and it's an educational book because there's fun facts in there. And like I said, it's rhyme and rhythm, and it tells all about where we get our turtles, how they're kept, what they're fed, and then how do you race a turtle on a Wednesday morning during the summer? There's three months every Wednesday morning at 1030. How do you race a turtle in Perm, Minnesota? But then at the end, I do have a journal where you can uh, write down your experience of of racing turtles and just maybe even everything that you did in Perm because you can come to Perm and there's a lot to do in our small town, but it's just a wonderful town filled with many things. So daily they race turtles. Every Wednesday. Every, Every Wednesday. Wednesday morning, June, July, and August. And then we do have our turtle festival. So we do race turtles a couple times during that. It's week, a big deal. I will festival. video. I'll video. I post a video before a live video, but I'll do it again this summer with the kids. And cause now that we're up here, since yeah. we move back, it's fun. And then Zizi will want to sell her lemonade because the town is just buzzing on Wednesday. So she can sit oh. up her little lemonade stand up yeah. by the store and She'll have a blast. Yeah. It's, and we have up to 500 people, Laura and Amanda. I tell it's people. Hundreds of people. It's not like 10 people get week. together to race turtles. Yeah. They're from all over the country. Like yes. they're all over the country. Every the world. Wednesday morning. Every Wednesday morning. Oh my yeah, gosh. By we're usually done by 1230. It takes a couple hours because we run heats and they're 10 at a time and they just keep them going. They yeah, keep them racing. But we I, were like know, number we 100 and some. And yeah. painting. I mean, there's other activities that come with it. That's fun. And it's its own pods. little, yeah, it's its own little thing. Like, so there's like, yeah. yeah, there's the face painting, there's like inflatable jump houses, then there's the turtle racing. There's usually like somebody coming through and passing out coupons to go down to Moz yep. to get like free chocolate and yeah. uh, like yeah. the different can, people yeah. in town, Jewish anyone thing. can go through and hand out coupons to anyone to get them to come to yeah. their stores in town. And so it's yeah. a really a community That's event, awesome. like everyone embraces it, which is really fun. So yeah. I love your book, which is so fun. So yeah, we're going to have all of Heidi's links, you guys, because I know you're so excited about getting in touch with her as well. And you can learn about Heidi's speaking. You can learn about her awesome book. We'll have the links to get the books as well. I am going to include discoverperm.com. I think it is, but I'll include Thank the link you. on our show notes so that if anyone's curious about all these turtle races, maybe you want to start them in your town or something <laughs> fun or them in your backyard with the neighborhood kids. Um, there it's, it's just a really fun activity. So I'll, I'll include the, the, um, perm link as well in the show notes, which will be fantastic. But any final parting questions, Amanda, that you'd like to ask Heidi? Um, well, real quick, I did want to say, so the show notes will be at hotmesstosuccess.com slash Heidi. Yes. Uh, so you'll be able to find everything there. Um, we are going to have to find some of those videos because I think this is fantastic. Because <laughs> I mean, obviously to you guys, this is just a, you know, normal thing, but not to everybody else. So that's, that's awesome. And yeah, we'll have to come and check that out. But yes. no, I just appreciate you being able to come on and, and again, kind of share your, your journey to where, again, going, going through the different struggles and, you know, what you were able to do to come out of it and just think about all of the different, um, truly, gosh, just crushing situations. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, being able to 
really inspire and connect with other people that might be going through something like that, might have gone through something like that. And just being able to provide, you know, some guidance and suggestions on, you know, what they can actually do to be able to get out of that and, and to, to bridge that gap and see, yes. you know, the, the light of now you're speaking, now you're fulfilled. You have this, you know, this purpose that, that you're fueled by and yes. you're an author and you have all of these other things that you know, you're looking to do and accomplish. And I think that is incredibly inspiring. And I just want, I, I just love that our listeners are able to, you know, kind of see that because I, I see everybody's journey is different yes, for sure, but there's a lot of similarities uh, when you do talk to, and for the most part, it's different women and you hear those stories that they've, that they've gone through. And it's, I just, I love being able to connect those similarities because I feel that other people can relate and apply them in their life as well. So thank you for sharing for, for sure. I think that it, your, your story is super fun. Um, again, I cannot wait to check. I didn't get a chance to look up the book yet, but when I, when I saw the title, I'm like, this is adorable. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. There's Turtle Tales too. Yeah. There's yeah. two books out there. I'm excited. I, I got to read Turtle Tales too. I know <laughs> I've read the first one, so I got to see the second one now. So yeah. that's That'd inspiring awesome. as well. There's a journal in the back. So inspire people to use their gifts, their talents, abilities to help others. Well, let's do, you know what, let me ask that question real quick, because I don't think that there's, you know, now, how long ago did you write your book? Well, the first one was two years ago. And then the, this turtle tales two was this last summer. Okay. So like you, you deciding to do that. I think there's a lot of people that have um, incredible stories or ideas or whatever. And for some reason, there's always seems to be whether it's something that's new, they just don't know, whatever. There's always that roadblock. What was the the switch? Because I'm sure it wasn't like you probably had this thought about how or wanting to write a book or whatever. What was the the point to where you're like, no, I'm doing it. And you just plowed through and did it. Because I think that right now we were talking about some, you have a lot of other books that you want to write. And I feel mm-hmm. like it is, it will, it is easier now. There's other ways that you can do it to where you don't have to rely on large companies and it's not as complicated, but in the same regard, when something's new, you know, it is, it's a little bit challenging. So I want to, I want to hear from you a little bit, you know, maybe if there was that switch to help some of our audience that might be looking to write a book um, and what they need to do, how do they start that process? Right. Well, and for me, I was really encouraged when I did go to the chamber, you know, and talk to them about the book because they're the ones that host the turtle races. And when they said, go for it, that was just what sparked me. It fueled me. I was like, okay, you know, and I thought, you know, there probably would be people that would like to take their experience home. And that is really what I tell others is I've done the work for you. I've scrapped the pictures, you know, because I was a scrapper and a scrapbooker. And, um, I thought I, you know, I put it to rhyme and rhythm. I made it fun. I put the pictures, what you will experience. And then I even put a place in the back for the journal. So I guess I just saw it as as it's something that people will probably like and, and buy. They're only $10 a piece. So I thought it's a keepsake, but it's also a memoir of a family experience of, you know, and it's a keepsake. And so someday they can look back. And I've had a lot of people that have bought the book at Turtle Races say, you know, we brought our children here 20 years ago and I'm going to buy the book because I want to take it home and show them and say, do you remember when we did this? Yeah. Because I've got photos from, you know, from the very first race 40 years ago. 
So oh, that's it, awesome. it's, it's, a, it's a fun little book and, you know, it doesn't cost much. And I, and I guess being a mom and, you know, and re, racing turtles with my children and then now racing turtles with my grandboys, right. you know, I just thought, why not? And plus, I guess what inspired me too, is a lot of people would ask me questions. How, you really race real turtles? No, we race stuffed turtles. No, I mean, <laughs> I'm just joking around, but yes. But people were just saying how and where and asking me all the questions. And I thought, let's write it down in a book. Well, that's so funny that you say that. That's so funny that you say that because that was one of the things Laura and I went to an event, uh, a podcast event, and they had all these different, um, you know, breakout sessions. And one, I went into one where they were talking about like writing a book and a lot of people have, they might have, you know, 50 ideas and they just don't know where to start. Like you had mentioned like, okay, I, you have other memoirs that you want to write yep. and you're like, okay, but I don't know which one to do first. And they were just saying, you know what, that question or line of question that people always ask you that you are on like auto repeat when you're like, that's mm -hmm. what you write because then you're not answering, you're answering, you know, with this. So yes. I guess that's kind of a nice little tip that correlated with what you said. If people are continuing to ask you, okay, I don't have to continue to say this. I can put yeah. this down into, you know, obviously I'm the authority on this turtle racing stuff. I can put this down <laughs> here right. for them yeah. to use. And so I think that's, that's a great starting point. So thank you for sharing that. Yep. Awesome. Welcome. So it's experience. You write from experience. Perfect. Right. Awesome. Right. That's kind of like any, like anything that you want to share with the world, like to be a teacher on something, right? Like yeah. what, what are you good at? What do you, what are you passionate about? And exactly. so that is so fantastic. Well, Heidi, you're, you're so inspiring. Thank you so much for sharing mm -hmm. your heart today. And and thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day for our listeners to be able to get to know you a little bit better. And so everyone, again, it's hotmess2success.com slash Heidi, H-E-I-D-I. <laughs> and you will find all the details. We'll throw in the details on even turtle racings for y'all. So <laughs> turtle Wait, racing. I'm, finding, I'm finding a video on that. I have to do <laughs> You totally are. <laughs> yeah. So we'll put no, all the details. Thank you so there. much. Sure. Absolutely. Well, have a great day, everyone. Thanks again. See you again soon. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, friends. Thanks for listening today. Always remember, you are not alone. You are highly favored and greatly blessed, and you have everything inside of you to kick ass in life and business. Now it's time to take action and own it.